Hello and welcome to the Wellness Trinity Podcast, where we interview top holistic experts and bring you natural solutions for modern day wellness. Let's get started with your host, Dr. Jacqueline. Hi, welcome. Thank you for joining the Wellness Trinity Podcast. I'm Dr. Jacqueline from thewellnesstrinity.com, where we provide natural solutions for modern day wellness. Today, I have Essie Johnson here, and we are going to discuss on our mental wellness series, Defeating Overwhelm. She has a very powerful story, which we're going to dive into in just a minute. But before we get started, just a little disclaimer before um, is that we what we discuss on this podcast is for educational and entertainment purposes only. What you do for the with the information is to be used at your discretion as the recommendations are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This episode was brought to you by Cellcore Biosciences. Creating supplements that work is what they do and restoring hope and health is who they are. This protocol was an absolute game changer for myself and my clients too. And now I get to train practitioners to use it in their practice and ebb and flow with it accordingly. So if you want to learn more about the protocol, please visit CellCoreBiosciences.com. If you are a practitioner, you can sign up for a wholesale account. And the general public, please visit TheWellnessTrinity.com slash Detox and I can show you the ropes of how we can ebb and flow with this for yourself and your family. I know Essie Johnson because we used to go to church together when I was living in Las Vegas at Encounter. And, um, you know, I just wish I I met this beautiful lady before uh, I left. Uh, Or I shouldn't say I I met her, but I wish we had more time to hang out before I left. But here we are today, and we get to spread the good news about health and wellness and fitness together. She is a certified personal trainer a certified nutrition coach, certified essential oil coach, a ghost writer with five published nonfiction books one, and one fi- fiction series underway. She's an ordained minister and published health journalist. She's a group fitness instructor. She won four placements last year in two bikini bodybuilding competitions. She's an educator and speaker and self-proclaimed preacher. S.C. Johnson, welcome to the show. <laughs> thank you for having me and thank you for reading that last part my self-proclaimed preacher <laughs> well I found that it was kind of funny that you mentioned that because you're also an ordained minister so it, it I mean you kind of already were uh you know someone else already discovered you it sounds like <laughs> oh yeah so I mean that's a lot of great things that you're doing right there I love how you tie the whole picture together because I mean that's what I'm always trying to figure out where's the root you know is it physical is it spiritual is it mental and I just love your heart and and that you're on that same page of there there's all these different pieces if we want to be completely restored and and healthy and whole so why don't you go ahead and tell us your story like you have this um, beautiful website 111heavensent.com and I I am I'm just curious like how did you get to that okay so oh my goodness where to start okay so the first thing um that I want to say about that is the 111 story is like, so I, it's so interesting and it's so fascinating what happened to me that I'm actually, um, it's part of that series that I'm writing, fictional, non-fictional, but uh, because the 111, um, which I didn't think I was going to talk about, but it really does mean heaven on earth. 
Um, and it has a lot of background. I had the crazy experiences. So what I want to say is we're going to talk about overwhelm, right? We're going to talk about, um, you know, anxiety. We're going to talk about things like that. And there are certain things that I can teach people that are not necessarily spiritual, but I cannot help a single human being on this earth without also including what well, my spiritual experience has been, you know, the wisdom that I've gained and what my faith is. Mm-hmm. And so the 111 um, basically started years and years and years ago um, when I was living a completely reckless life. I'll just put that in a nutshell. And uh, I was one of those that had to have a moment like, God, if you're real, you need to show yourself. You need to show me that you're real um, because I was ready to die. Like, I didn't care if I, if I killed myself. I didn't, you know, it was, it was dark. And um, I, I made that faithful request one day out in the middle of Hawaii by myself. Like, the story is crazy. And, uh, and after that, literally wonders and miracles started to happen. It, it wasn't like immediate that I came home to Jesus, you know. It was a couple of years of these signs, and one of the first signs that had hap- started to happen to me was the 111. Um, and 111, like, it was actually before I even asked, and I remember, like, it was like, I kept seeing 111, 11, and I was, like, doing drugs and stuff, you know, so I was like, am I just tripping here? Like, what is <laughs> so, Seriously, and then one day, it was literally, like, after 1 a.m., and I lived in New York City, and uh, Chinatown does sleep uh, in New York City. And I was out in Chinatown, like out for a walk. And I wasn't high, nothing like that. But um, I was out for a walk and it's late at night. And I, I go to across uh, the street or something. I remember I looked down like it's like a narrow, um, not an alley, but just a narrow street. And I look and lo and behold, there are these two guys unloading a truck with this ginormous sign. And it says one, one, one. And they're like crossing the street as I'm looking down and it's in front of me. And I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, okay, I am not imagining this. So like I raced back and I started looking at it, you know, online. And, and it turns out that the 11, there's like a lot of weird culture around it. People believe in angels and they talk about angels. And, um, but it was, there were, a, there are angels, right? Angels are a real thing. They're a biblical thing. I often say we talk about, um, extraterrestrial life well scripturally there are other life forms and one of them are you know is one of those species is is actually angelic Mm. so anyway you know without going off on that but those signposts what started there saved my life time and time and time again I learned even though it was like for a couple of years I got sicker and sicker mentally like I became really mentally just off Mm. Um, and, and the sicker mentally I got, the more I depended on those signs and it did save my life. And I mean, literally on a couple of specific occasions, one of them having to do with cocaine and, um, but, uh, and I never did cocaine. I never got that far. And part of that was because of these signs. Um, so yeah, I, it saved my life. Amazing, amazing miracles happened. Um, and then after I did through a, like a series of events, come home to Jesus, I was astounded when I read um, in Hebrews, right, where it says he sends angels to minister to the heirs of salvation. Mm. I, like, I knew it. I knew they were angels. They were real. And since then, so the one, I just have felt like I'm supposed to hold on to that 111 mm. as like a signpost. Mm-hmm. And I you know recently, um, I have noticed some younger women 
specifically who have been like, ooh, 111, like it, it has so much meaning to a whole mm. lot of younger women. And, uh, and it's funny because it's a conversation starter. It's been an opportunity to connect. But right away, there, you know, there's something to that. And so I'm glad I always kept it, you know. Um, and it's going to be my name, part of my branding as long as I have a name and a brand. So. Yeah, I love it. You know, I got married on 1111. So, <laughs> it has all the ones in there too. <laughs> my husband was like, we're getting married on 1111. I'm like, no, 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 we need to get married sooner because my sister's moving out of town, like moving, not just out of town, out of the country. He's like, no, we have to get married on 1111. <laughs> Your husband wanted it. Yeah, he wanted that. Wow. Now yeah, that was one of his signs that he kept getting over and over again was 1111. Gotcha. See, there's a lot of people, you know, um, actually we got married, uh, 11111 was our, was our wedding day. We wanted to be a little different. Everybody in 2011 was getting married on 1111. So 11111. <laughs> so you have all the 11s too. <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. Oh my goodness. So you guys have been married for a while now. I think so. Eight, nine years. I'm not sure. He always knows. Since always 20 <laughs> Usually it's the woman that keeps a track of that. I, no, I know. I just lose track because we're having so much fun. I mean, honestly. Yeah. You know, I see you too. And I'm just like, they just look like they're just like two, two kids, like in a playground, like, <laughs> like just enjoying each other's presence, having fun, you know, loving Jesus and just doing what you're called to do. I love it. Yeah, it's really true. We we actually really, really enjoy marriage. And um, I, I tell people all the time, like, there's no reason. Somebody, people were, like, telling us when I first got married, like, oh, your first year's the worst. Or your first five years are hell. And I'm like, F that. Like, no, not my first five years. Like, we had to learn things, you know. Yeah. But, man, we were, we love each other. So, anyway. So, yeah, so you, did you meet him after you had this come to Jesus moment? Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, not that long after though. What's funny is I, uh, I met Jesus and then like was completely radically like, Oh my God, just changed. And like it very quickly was hungry for the word to study scripture and stuff. Like it wasn't even a thing I was aware of. Like I didn't know what a thing that is. I just knew like, all of a sudden I was like, I need to like study this stuff. Like what does this Bible say? You know? And, um, and so within a year I had read the whole Bible. I went, I had been in Bible studies and all that. And, uh, after I had been, um, just my life's just so radically, dramatically changed miracles. God, God pulled miracles to get me out of the bad situations that I was in because I was wow. in a few. And then, um, after a year, uh, I got baptized in water. I finally got a baptism and like, I don't remember how long after that, but it was not long after that, that I got filled with the Holy Spirit, mm. you know, and I don't know if anybody listening, watching, if you know or don't know what that means, but for me, it was amazing. And I just remember there was this thing where I was like, like, it started to be like, God, there's something else. And I don't know what it is. Cause I wasn't churched. I, you uh, know, I was, I came from a Catholic church. I come from a Catholic slash Jewish family, which is another thing. Um, <laughs> you know, um, and, uh, and so I wasn't church tonight. Like there were so many things I just didn't understand, but I knew I was like, God, what is this? What is it that I'm dying to have that I don't have? And, uh, and then one night I was up in the mountains in Montana and all by myself. And I had this whole cool experience that is super fun. And it's, it was like actually kind of fantastical. I was by myself and I'll, I'll put it in a nutshell. Um, so we can move on, but really, really fun. Um, I fell asleep and 
uh, and then like I started to have this dream that I was speaking Chinese and there was this like kind of vivid dream and then like I felt like I was I don't know if I was or if I was dreaming it but it felt like I was screaming Jesus Christ is Lord and Savior like oh. <laughs> And then I felt this crazy, like a motorhead, like buzzing in my head. And I was, I was like, I was screaming over the top of it going, why is it only in my head? <laughs> and then, um, I heard, I'm really condensing this down, but, and then I heard this, these like voices. It was like, I saw these, I don't know. This was just the experience, but I saw like these three little people. It was very bright and colorful. And I heard these voices that were just like life. And they were like, here we go. <laughs> Not on drugs. And, and poof, I saw this like break. And it was like, um, it looked like a rainbow. I know it sounds funny, but it's really what I experienced. And it looked like a rainbow. And when I saw it, like this movement down, what was buzzing in my head, like poof. It was like my water broke, you know, but it still, <laughs> you know, and, yeah. um, and my whole body felt full of this. I, I kept thinking like, it's like liquid gel, like liquid love. And like, it was amazing. And I, I was seeing these things and, um, anyway, and so I, after a long time, I, I fell asleep. Um, and after that, everything like really changed. My life had changed before that, but this was, so the, the baptism, even though that sounds like crazy and you're like, are you sure you weren't on something? I wasn't, I promise you, um, <laughs> you know, but what's more the evidence and the proof of that is what transforms, not just around me, but in me after mm -hmm. that the whole mm -hmm. Spirit. So what God taught me years later was that, see, you had the reason it, he taught me this like five years after he was like, the reason it was buzzing in your head and it had to be released into your body was because you had had a knowledge. You'd been studying the word mm -hmm. and you had a lot of knowledge and it was powerful. It was teaching me truth. The truth matters, y'all. The truth matters. Right. Okay. But um, it was. Oh, I'm with you on that. Yeah. It saves. <laughs> there are absolutes. There are, there are yeses and there are no's. And in this hour and in this day and time, it's making us anxious. It's making us mm -hmm. overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. Don't have a lot to stand on. When mm -hmm. you can't know what's yes and what's no, mm. let, you have nothing. You're on shifting sand. Right. So, yeah. I had been getting revelation after revelation. God was teaching me, this is yes, this is no, this is right, this is true. This is, and, uh, but then with that filling of the Holy Spirit, my whole body became like enlivened with this truth, which leads to obedience, mm. which is action where you're not striving to achieve the word, mm -hmm. you know, you're walking in the revelation, mm. Mm -hmm. you know, so grace through yeah. the spirit and all that. We're not here to teach just on that, but <laughs> you know what? I, we had talked last night very briefly and I was like, you know what? I just, I know something powerful is going to happen with this. I'm not quite concerned. <laughs> so I'm going with it. I'm just going to go with where this is going to go, where it's meant to go. And I, I, I feel your, you know, the, the presence so strong right now, just in your story and what you're, what you're, what you're talking about. And I'm sure for some people, this is all new stuff. Uh, but there's something about this Jesus thing for you, you guys that don't, that don't know. I know a lot of my followers, they, they are Christians. Um, but there's some people that are out there that, don't really know, but they're searching. And I'm glad that you're sharing your story because I, I mean, I grew up a Catholic too. So I was not, um, 
I was a little confused on on what this whole thing meant and what God was and what Jesus was and I didn't really know about a personal relationship with God or being filled with the Holy Spirit. And uh, fast forward many years later, I and mean, there's so much that happened in between. Um, I remember being at Encounter, and I was uh, kind of near your husband, and I don't I don't know where you were at. And I remember him telling me like, you know, you really are like my my wife. Like you worship a lot <laughs> like her. <laughs> you take notes just like her. I mean, we're just like ready to absorb everything, right? And just worship God. And I was like, you know, like I said, it's too bad that we didn't get to have more time together before uh, I left because I was only there for a brief time. But, um, you know, I I never really thought about how you probably have a profound story attached to that. There's There's a reason why we worship God the way we do. Because when you come from darkness and into the light, it's like, I mean, you just can't help but be on your knees and surrender and worship. You know what I mean? It's like, I look back at where I came from too. And I'm just like, I thank you, Lord, for saving me from that. Thank you, Lord, for not marrying that man I shouldn't have married and, you know, going down this other destructive path or maybe uh, excelling in these certain careers. I shouldn't have excelled in it. You know what I mean? It's like, I I look at what I'm blessed with now because I, I sat there and try to like be in tune and listen and read the word and, and, and be surrounded by amazing people like you, you know, and it's like, I, I would have never imagined my life like this right now, too. You know, I do remember my husband telling me that. And I remember one day I actually looked at you because I was like, oh, wait, Lisa and I look like her. She looks like me. So what do I look like? And I was looking at you and uh, your body was just so, you know, and I don't mean elegant in like a, any kind of a physical way necessarily, although you, you have a beautiful body. Um, but but there was uh, just a gracefulness. I think you were just standing like with your arms uplifted. I couldn't see your face. I was behind you, you know, but, but it, there's that thing that, that's in you when you're, when you're in worship. And I actually wanted to ask you, so, you know, I'm asking you now, you know, when you're, do you know what your experience, like what is your experience when you're there and you're kind of just, and you know what I'm talking about when I say you're different yeah. way moving? Yeah. You know, when I was, uh, I don't know if this really answers the question, but when I um, was living in California before I was in Vegas, uh, Vegas for like the third time, I lived there several times. <laughs> um, so I was at this church and I actually do like prophetic type of dancing dur- during the worship. And uh, I never really quite got to that point when I was at Encounter. But um, anyway, so after doing that for a few years, I just, my body just naturally wants to explode with dancing. <laughs> and I, and I come from a dance background. I did, I competed at very high levels for probably like eight years. And wow. so once I learned how to turn it into like the worship dancing, it's like every time worship would come on, I just want to start exploding with like my body. Like I just want to start moving around. You know? <laughs> I'm like, this is how I worship God. And mm. I know it for some people, you're probably at this point, like, okay, what is going on? But that literally is how, how I worship, you know? And so, um, you know, your husband's a musician. And, and so I'm sure when he's, he's doing his music, he's just in that zone. And that's, that's where I am when I'm worshiping and I'm dancing. And I just feel like, I just feel like that oneness with God where I'm so at peace. And so like nothing matters, nothing matters when I'm in that, that, that spot. So now that you asked me, how do you feel when you're doing that? the same and um 
you know, I have, I've had, and, and for anyone who's listening right now who's not sure what, I want you to know that this actually is part of how you stay emotionally balanced. Mm-hmm. When you learn the things that, that cause your spirit to be free, that cause your heart to feel free, that cause you to let go, that, um, that gets you out of here to here. And yeah. here, you know, and I, I remember um, one time, uh, it, this has happened many times, but there was this one time um, where I was just letting myself go in dance and worship. And, and it was like the craziest thing where, um, and this, this didn't happen a lot after that. It was like, you know, but I would notice that my body would go and I would have a thought before this person singing would say the lyrics that were my thought. Mm. Wow. It was, um, it, it's, it happens. It still happens, you know? Um, it, and, and I'm glad to be reminded of that because, you know, when you have, if you're a person right now where like movement is a thing for you, then um, movement is prayer. Movement is intercession. I remember I've had times where I've been dancing and I would just start weeping or I might start laughing. Um, and, and I would find myself interceding, which means I'd be praying for either myself or usually for someone else, or I might be praying for some, you know, situation in the earth, you know, and then prophesy. Because again, I would be like, a thought would come to me and my body would go there and then I'd hear it would match the music and the lyrics. I mean, that kind of thing is you can't make this stuff up. no it's true so freedom is is so powerful and and the last thing I'll say about that I think with worship um, in particular with using your body and letting your body get into that freedom I have always believed that if you can do that in that space you know, the music or whatever I believe that that carries into other aspects of your life I mean you you don't get free here and stay in bondage there Freedom is freedom. So mm. it's almost as if you're cultivating freedom when you, when you, you can, you can do that. You can cultivate freedom in the safety of uh, a room in your house or whatever and, and move and dance or sing or whatever and find that that freedom extends to other aspects of your life. That is so perfectly said. So I'm glad that you said freedom because that's exactly what I feel like worship dancing is for me. It's a time where I'm just like, I don't care what anyone's thinking. I don't, you know, I'm just going to move as I'm shown to move. You know, <laughs> I'm going to jump, but I'm going to be on the floor. I'm going to be in the air. I'm gonna <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen from here. And, um, you know, I, I don't even know what I do half the time. Sometimes it doesn't even feel like I'm doing much. And um, my church in California, when I was doing this, um, I'd have some people come up to me after and they're just like in awe, you know, and, and I don't want to take the credit. This is not about me. This is, this is all about worshiping God and, and helping people experience more of his presence. Just mm-hmm. like we sing and just like we use, uh, we, we do music, right? Dancing. I mean, dancing is biblical. Like David danced for the Lord. Yeah. And so we just don't see it so much in church. I don't know what happened where we got kind of boxed in in certain ways. But um, I think the spirit just wants to explode in every type of artistic realm that we can explode in. And, you know, even me and you, we're both in um, health and fitness, right? Yeah. And I feel like it has its own type of like expression of God in its own way, too. I mean, God came to heal. And so like we're using the we both have businesses in this field, but it's like but it's like God's way of reaching people to be healed, you know? Oh, no. It's its own form of worship in a way, too. 
definitely is. The Lord has highlighted. I am telling you, he told me with this shutdown, one of the things that the Lord said to me was, I, I, was, I had a thought and he goes, oh yeah, I'm going to do that for you. And, and what that was, was my thought was like, sometimes I just want to open randomly and have him talk to me. You know, like, I don't know, Lord, I'm just going to open the Bible and you're just going to pop, you know? And he has done that for me so many times. I'm yeah. sure you, you know, I know he does that. Um, there, there is value. There's so much value in just having a regular reading that you do. But <laughs> the one, one of the ones he keeps pointing out for me, I mean, literally, it makes me laugh because I'm like, okay, Lord. Um, it's actually a note in the footnotes in the Passion Translation. And, and he's just pointing out um, that when you serve any person or when you minister to any person, you minister unto the Lord. Hmm. He keeps pointing that out to me because yeah. he want, I think he's making sure that I know that I'm not, not spending time with him just because hmm. I'm focusing on things to serve people more yeah, than I'm not. Yeah, yeah. I think um, that's a good point you make because so much in... Um, People get scared of the idea of Christianity or being a Christian or whatever because it's like they think they're act they're going to be put in this box, right? But just like what I said, it's like the spirit wants to expand and explode and like you know be creative through us, and 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 so you know just because we don't have the same regimen in the morning as the next person or throughout our day or whatever doesn't mean that that's not like we're not doing what God's calling us to do. Like sometimes, you know, I'm finding right now in this season that I'm in, I'm not necessarily digging the, the word for hours. Like I, I was like you, when I first came to Jesus, I was like, oh my God, I got to just read this whole Bible right now. I can't focus on anything else. And then I, I read a lot of books related to it. And I mean, I have some of them here. Um, some of them have dwindled away as I've traveled, but, <laughs> or I've given them away. But, um, but you know, then I got really into my nutrition stuff and my, my holistic healing stuff. And, you know, but no matter what, it was like, God, God was there. And now I'm in the season where it's like, I'm not, it's not so much. And I just find it so profound that you mentioned just now about how you're like, you open that Bible and you're just like, bam, you know, cause this morning I, I had one of those moments where I was like, you know what, even though I'm not getting into the, the Bible, like, like I, I still do make time, don't get me wrong. But, um, Sometimes I'm just led to do certain other things that kind of get my mind in the right spot. And so today I was like, I know I need to do it because I'm going to have this a cup, you know, a couple conversations with like you and this other lady, but especially you, because I knew this was going to be a powerful word from God. So I was like, I better see what type of word might be, what might be uh, there. And actually I brought my Bible up because of that. And I normally don't bring this up when I do these, um, but I just, I just felt like I was like, you know what, there's something going to, there's some kind of like God thing that's going to happen with this. So, um, so there's a couple things that I came across. Um, first of all, on the top of here, oops, I wrote, let's see, can you see this? It says restoration of all things. And, and so like God wants to restore all things. I mean, if you think about that, it's powerful. Like we're in a season right now where like this is unprecedented times. We're like, what the heck is going on? People are probably like worried about their health, worried about the finances. I mean, we're talking about overwhelm, right? I mean, we're overwhelmed to the max. I mean, luck, some of us are still luckily lucky that we have jobs um, and, and blessed, I should say. But at the same time, you know, there's a lot of stuff that's just like, I don't even know what's going on. And I feel like the Lord is, really wants to show people. And, and this is what I got when I was uh, jogging around earlier was that he wants to restore all things. And it's, it's like detoxing. 
when the when people are trying to get rid of nasty toxins and things that don't belong in their body it's like we're we we take herbs and it stirs up things in the body and it pulls it out of its hiding places and people if they're not draining properly they can feel awful and so sometimes it gets worse before it gets better and so i feel like you know that that word was a reminder that like god is doing a big thing right now and there's going to be some really amazing things that come out of this and unfortunately, it's like because we have to detox all this garbage <laughs> that doesn't belong there, it doesn't feel very good right now. And so as things are getting stirred up, people are just like, ah, and it's, it's, it, this is being, things are being stirred up so it can be released. Yes. Detoxed. And so that, that was what I got. There was a couple other things. Um, but that, that was the main thing I think I want to mention from all that. <laughs> well, I mean, and I, I call that the healing crisis. Um, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. And so do you want to say what the healing crisis or do you want me to say? It? Um, well, go ahead. Expand on that. Okay, yeah. so the healing crisis, you know, is when let's say you get a bug, whatever the bug is, it could be coronavirus. There could be a flu. Um, you know, if you don't have symptoms, it's not a good thing, right? What you need is to have symptoms because really the symptoms, um, well, I, I need to, I need to restate that in a second. But what I mean by that is the, the symptoms are the healing crisis. It's when your body is actually healing and reacting against the thing to get rid of it because it's begun to proliferate. Now you're going to produce mucus to, to capture it and remove it. So you get a stuffy nose, right? You're going to get a fever. Uh, you might get a fever because your body is making yourself, making you inhabitable for that Thing that's causing an infection in you know in essence right and so the healing crisis is a good sign and spiritually like it leads to repentance most hopefully mm -hmm. if you don't get stuck now if you're detox if you're spiritually mentally emotionally supposed to be detoxing but you're getting stuck and you're getting focused and honing in on the problems and how you feel and then you're just tumbling into that then you could stay there I mean it could you can stay there. Mm -hmm. So I'm asking you not to. I'm inviting you right now to use this name. Don't stay there. Don't stay right. anxious. Don't stay. Because woo, when you allow that to process through you, so again, the healing crisis might be you're bumping up against, I don't know, I hate to use this word, but I see it like a tumor. Mm -hmm. um, you know, you're bumping up against this thing that's in you that, does, that just can't stay. It can't stay if you're going to move forward, right? And so it's coming up in, in, to, to the surface, and, uh, and it, it, it kind of rears its ugly head. Um, but, and there are some things I hope we probably will get to um, where, where I can kind of tell you what I do and what I kind of, some of the process that you can undergo for this so that when that thing comes up, you're not stuck in it, right? You want right. to detox. You don't want to eat it. Oh, yeah, no. No, <laughs> you want to get it out. <laughs> that agitation is the healing crisis. It's the mucus. It's the snot. It's the fever. Let it out. <laughs> mm -hmm. right? Yeah. So why don't you expand on that? What do you do? Okay. So I'm trying to think about before I hit that. Um, one second. Because I think I want to just give a tiny bit of a foundation on this, and then I do want to go in on that. So, okay. All right. Go ahead. The reason why I do, why I call my brand, which is the whole fun story, but why I call my brand 111 Heaven Sent, um, and then the tagline is uh, Heaven on Earth. Mm -hmm. um, really, this is, this is why this is what I'm 
that kind of names what I do. So heaven on earth, where earth is you. Okay, we tend to think of heaven on earth as like, oh, let your kingdom come, let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And we're thinking about, not everybody, but you know, you might be thinking about it as like around you in the earth. God's will and the nebulous out there getting done. But actually, heaven on earth happens through you, Jackie. Mm -hmm. Heaven on earth happens through me. It has to happen to me for it to happen then through me. Mm-hmm. And my whole dream, purpose, calling, passion, joy, delight is to support you, to support people, to support every single person God will let me um, in, in experiencing heaven in me, heaven in my body, mm-hmm. heaven in my emotions, heaven in my thoughts, mm-hmm. heaven then once I'm inhabited, I'm, ooh, I'm all, I'm good. Once I'm, you know, I'm well oiled and I'm nourished and I'm, I'm healthy. Uh, and, and I don't want it to seem like you got to be perfect before that happens. But as that's on, it's just what comes out of you. Right. You right. You can't but establish the kingdom. You can't but establish life mm-hmm. on earth when that's what your own substance is. Oh, I mean, completely agree. So, um, so the earth part is you first. And the earth part is you. And then it's your life and what you do that establishes heaven on earth. Um, and the heaven part, you know, is, it is that, um, some of it is, it's your dreams, it's your callings, it's, it's your purposes, it's your passions, it's, it's your destiny. Um, and heaven as the kingdom of God, of course, is his dreams, his will, his purposes, mm-hmm. his destiny, and his destiny for you. You know, that heaven is, heaven on earth is bringing it from, you know, what you're dreaming of and what what God is dreaming of with you and putting it into you, making it happen. Now that involves everything that you are. Mm -hmm. That's what I deal with. Everything that you are. There you go. No, but, you know, so so I found myself getting into all these things with health Mm -hmm. because, your body is your, is your earth suit. Mm-hmm. It's your, it's your, your body is your ticket to be effective or to be here and to be in the game. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, you know, fitness and, uh, and essential oils and nutrition, these are the things I coach people in. Those are my professions. Um, and yet the deeper calling and the deeper purpose and, and, you know, is, is really making, helping people to find that wholeness. So when you are, when that tumor now, we're now here, we, we circle back and we go, okay, here we are in COVID-19, we're in quarantine. There's all kinds of anxieties. There's all kinds of brush. There's all kinds of madness. Um, and, uh, and, and we need to find our peace. Okay. We need to find that if we're going to be heaven on earth and we're going to experience heaven on earth, then, then, then we need to, we need to find how to let that tumor get out and not get stuck in it. Right. Mm-hmm. So I had written a post, um, and I had called it, um, is your life a, a symphony or a cacophony? So this is my first main point that I want to make to you. You've got to, you've got to shut out the noise. Mm-hmm. You have to find st- now. I'm giving you a lot of you have tos, um, but there there is process here. So let's just but let let me give you the the yagadas. Um, <laughs> you know, sort of our our this is this is what we this is our agenda. Okay, our, our agenda is to find stillness. Our agenda mm-hmm. is our we need to find stillness. We need to find peace. We need to be able to think critically, mm-hmm. and and we need the genius of the Holy Spirit. We need God mm-hmm. to guide us. Um, you know, but 
but really just simply put, I was, so I was, there I was, I was working and I was giving, oh yeah, I was on my little treadmill and I started to just kind of walking and I'm treading and I'm, I'm saying, Lord, thank you so much for the feast, you know, of voices. Cause I was thankful for some, for a bunch of preachers and different people that were kind of weighing in on the, um, the pandemic, the, the mask, so all of the drama. And I was appreciative of their voices. And so I was about to give thanks to God for that. And I said, thank you Lord for this. And I was going to say symphony. And immediately I heard the word cacophony. And it was just like a, an about face, like, I saw this face in my mind's eye, like, of God, just like, cacophony. And I'm like, wait, you're interrupting my Thanksgiving here. What are you <laughs> You know, and then I thought, is this God or is this me? Well, then I looked it up, a cacophony, what is cacophony? So it's the opposite of symphony, a cacophony. And, and there's a post on, you can go sc111.com, um, and there's a post on there that, you know, by this title, and, uh, and I, I kind of describe it, but it turns out, uh, through, through a process, and the Lord just supernaturally showed me, no, this was his word for me. I was calling a symphony what he was calling a cacophony, and a symphony is, is like, a, you know, a harmonized sounds, mm. multiple instruments, harmonized sounds, a harmonized voice. That's how we know it's the voice of God, right? Because it becomes mm. like a symphony. You, you're pulling from things. He's, he's talking to you from, from this person and, and from this scripture and from whatever, and it's, it's harmonious. Um, it's, but a cacophony is discordant. It's meaningless. It's, mm -hmm. it's not. And so the Lord was showing me that what I was about to call a symphony, he considered to be a cacophony. And so I had to pull back. I was like, oh my God, that's really bad. If I, I think that I'm calling evil good and good evil. Oh you no. Know, back to truth. Holy smack. I am so sorry. I'm like, Lord, correct me, you know, and, uh, and it just, I had already been hearing from the Lord and he'd been, it's been, it's been a really beautiful season, but, but I really, I realized that we, and, and then it really did, it, it showed me, cause then I allowed him to make me really still. And I dealt with silence for a while. I just got quiet and it was hard at times for some reason, but it was like, cause I don't mind quiet, but there were some moments where I just had to be disciplined and in that stillness, he birthed something different. I didn't know to ask for. You see, so I was kind of in agreement with the voices that, and my eyes are closed because I feel like I, I don't know if I'm speaking to somebody here or we're prophesying or what, but I'm going to go with it. Um, thank you, Jesus. So, yes, this is what it is. It's... Uh, Even the ones that you agree with. I mean, I was, I was in agreement with a lot of the voices that I started to pick up that I appreciated. But God wanted to do something different than just mm, give me a tribe. Right? He, he wants to do more than. He wants to do more in your life right now. And, and you just can't get it from out there. You can't. You won't. You won't get it from out there. Mm. Not this. Not this. This thing. 
And for every person, it's a different nuance or there's a, a message, um, but it's all an experience and it's all an encounter. Uh, and I am still walking this out and sometimes it is very uncomfortable. So yesterday is a perfect example where I thought I knew what we were going to talk about today. And I could, I, the Lord gave me a picture. I don't know if you guys know the story of Noah and Noah's Ark and um, the story of Noah's Ark where there's the flood and, you know, 40 days and 40 nights. And then, but he's in that ark for like a year where he's not leaving because there's no land. It's all full of, the whole earth is flooded. And so he sends a dove out. And he sends it twice that we know of, and he sends a dove out, and the dove returns to him. So he knows there was no branch to perch on. There was no land. The dove could not land, so it returned. But then later on, he sends the dove out again, and the dove does not return, and he knows now that he can leave the ark. And uh, I had this experience yesterday, like, all day. I couldn't land. I couldn't land. It was so unrestful. Now, if you don't, if you haven't been maturing in how to respond to this, you freak out. When you can't land and you're like, oh my God, I, you know, you'll get nervous. I'm going to fail. I don't know what to do. I, I can't get a thing. I, every time I try to plan for it, I, I just, I, I get muddled in my mind or I can't get clarity. And that could lead to anxiety mm. and over. I knew better. The Lord has blessed me. I knew better. And he gave me that picture and I realized, uh, I, where I was traveling, there was nowhere to land on. He, it wasn't the place to be. And so finally I had to let it go. And this is what you need to do. I came to my knees. And I just said, I'm sorry, Lord. I'm going to go back to zero. I don't know anything. I have no idea where you want to go. Uh, I drop it because I, and this is one of the things I'm going to do a course on, on anxiety. Um, because I don't serve impressing people. My God is not making, is not impressing people. My God is not looking smart. My God is not making money. My God is not prospering my business. Those things are not my God. If they become my God, I suffer. I will have anxiety. They will lord it over me and I will have pain because of it. But I went, okay, okay. I'm putting it all aside because the God that I serve is life. And his joy and his creativity, his righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I know that. Now, I didn't know if God was going to help me. I didn't know. Well, I knew God was going to help me. But I, in other words, I, I didn't know what the result was going to look like or whatever. But, um, but, I, but you develop this relationship with God. And, and it just starts right there. You just give him a chance. You mm-hmm. just stop. You just stop. And you get on your knees. And you wait. And so I waited because I said, Jesus, the way I'm feeling right now is not heaven on earth. And so I'm going to wait until I know that you've moved on my heart and I have my peace back. And, uh, and so I kind of did that. And then I just went for a walk and I made some dinner and, and, then, and then I had breakthrough. And then all the ideas just started to flow. And I, now I have a new workshop I'm going to create. It was up till 4 a.m. <laughs> um, because then, 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 oh, it's so worth it. But, you know, does that make sense what I just said? Well, yeah, yeah. So the way I'm seeing this on the outside, so this is literally yesterday. And I remember being in the middle of this because you were texting me. And <laughs> um, 
I kind of knew you were texting me, but I kind of wasn't really ready to answer it because I was in the kitchen making food and cutting my sprouts. And I mean, it was just, I found myself in there for many hours. And by the time I was done, it was time to go to bed. And so I was like, I just, I'm going to have to message her back tomorrow. And in the back of my head though, I was like, you know what? She's going to be okay. <laughs> I could get back to her later. <laughs> I, whatever she's going through, it's going to work out. <laughs> and I'm glad that you had that, that experience um, because it, it, it's really a, like the story you needed, you know, for this, this podcast is that sometimes we overthink these things, right? Sometimes, and yes, there, not to, to, not to say that there's not a time to plan. Like a lot of my podcasts are very planned. I have an idea. Like you, you saw it, like I asked for questions and things like that. Um, but I just, I just knew, I was like, you know what? It's, something is going to happen in this and it's going to be okay. Like, and I know she's going to deliver this powerful word because that's who she is. And, <laughs> and it's okay. I don't need to respond to her right now because I need to focus on what I need to do so I can go to bed early because <laughs> I got to start these interviews at 8 a.m. And that's really early for me to get started. So, you know, after putting my makeup on and doing all that. So, you know, um, it, it's, it, it makes sense. You know, like at the end of the day, we're going through a state where so many people are overwhelmed, you know, just to reiterate, right? So many people are overwhelmed, which can cause anxiety and depression and all kinds of other mental wellness challenges, which is what the purpose of this series is, is to touch on that mental wellness part. And I love that you're mentioning right now, the spiritual aspect of it and diving deep with that, because, um, I do bring, I do bring people on here and there, but it's not, um, you know, a huge, topic of the whole conversation like it is right now and I'm glad that it morphed in that way because I know that it was supposed to happen and and just people seeing your your situation and you know when we're Christians we're really like we're, we're living through the trouble right we're living through the trauma and the, the trials but we become the example of what it means to walk with Christ and the breakthrough that can happen after and the fact that you are a living testimony of what it means to be an overwhelm and be in anxiety and be worried and concerned, just like a lot of the rest of the world is right now. And to be able to get on your knees and finally surrender to God and be like, you know, like, I just want my peace back. You know, yes. that's when you had that breakthrough. And I, for anyone that's listening right now, that's when many of you guys are going to have your breakthrough as well, is when you finally just get on your knees and you're like, I surrender, I surrender. I give my life to you and you show me where to go. You show me what to do. You show me like, just when to rest, you know, when to just release it all and, <laughs> and trust you that this is all going to work out for your glory. And who knows what type of door that's going to open just like it did for you in your workshop. You had no idea you were going to be given birth to a whole new workshop last night. <laughs> I'm glad I didn't interrupt that one. <laughs> 3 a.m. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, ooh, thank you, Jesus. There's something I want to say. Yeah, I feel like I want to say, I don't know. Mm. Yeah, so um, I want to say this. If you're listening and you're like, I just, I feel like this sense in my belly, like of trepidation, like uh, it reminds me of how I felt when I was like in that church and the pastor was like, if you want to make the single most important decision in your life, like this is it now. <laughs> and, uh, and he was like, I, you know, if you just, and I, my ears, I was so mentally off. And like, I remember it was like long, long, the whole sermon, the preacher was preaching was like, my ears were just not able to really hear. And I was not on drugs. I just, at that day anyway. And, um, and it was just like long, long. But when he said, anyone who wants to give their life to Jesus, I heard it. 
And, um, and I started to weep and, but what was in my heart was sort of like, I don't understand. I'm like crying. I'm like, why am I crying? And I'm like, I don't understand the resurrection. How did you get raised from the dead? I'm like, I had this, you know, theological quandary. Like, it's, you know, my, I was trying to figure it out. And, and I like had this vision. I saw Jesus in front of me and like, he was standing there just like looking at me, smile, warmth. And he was just, and I knew what he was you know, I, he wasn't saying anything, actually. I, I remember saying, I don't understand, but I believe. Um, and, uh, and so I bless every person right now. And look, even if you are a Christian, there are new, uh, I don't want to, uh, mm, there's fresh blessing for your faith right now. Mm. Okay, so have, have not said yes. If you have said yes, Right now, there is fresh blessing for your faith, your trust. Now, the misunderstanding about God is on both sides of it, with people who the Lord and people who have not, where, where we, we think God in terms of our angry daddy or in terms of our, our own selves, you know, we, we actually project ourselves onto God. And so, you know, and that, that's just not the truth. But I thank you, Father, that faith is not just this nebulous word. It, it is not a religious word. Uh, Christianity is not a religion. Jesus hated religion. He came to, dis- to ruin religion. This is about a relationship mm-hmm. with a person who adores you and who is in your court. He is all for you. So the voices that say you're going to fail, you're going to mess up, you haven't done that good enough, you're broken, those are not the voice of truth. Mm. Those are not the voice of God. Mm, Thank you, Lord. And so right now, Father, just come with me right now, whoever's listening, whatever, just come with me right now. (laughs) I say thank you, God. Thank you for Jesus. Thank you for the truth. And mm-hmm. thank you for your spirit mm-hmm. inside of me right now, breathing new life and causing me to trust. Mm-hmm. Because faith means trust. That's what it means. It means mm-hmm. I, I have a daddy who can hold me. And, and faith means trust. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh man, I'm on fire just listening to you. <laughs> so, you know, we talked a lot about our our relationship with God and how that's bringing calm to the overwhelm, right? Uh, I mean, that's that's it in a nutshell. Being ebbing and flowing and trying to hear that voice and be still with God and getting that fresh new revelation. Um, you know, I know you're you're into essential oils and fitness and you do a bunch of uh, practical things as well. So. Um, why don't we go ahead and tie some of those things in there? And, and you know what, if you are able to tie in how it relates scripturally too, I mean, I'm all ears for that as well. Cause when I open this book, I see all kinds of stuff about physical, practical things. Wow. If you had not said that, this would have been, <laughs> okay. Well, okay. Let me say this. Um, there are some things you get healed of, right? You get, you get healed from traumas. You get healed from trauma. That's a healing. Anxiety, though, is a repentance issue. Mm. So I need to say that. I need to say that before I tell you what essential oils to use and how you can eat better for it. Okay, because um, and and I'm going to upset some people, and we don't have time to get into the fullness of that. That's why I'm going to do a workshop on this. But um, it, it, this is I have I have lived 
this. Um, anxiety and overwhelm are uh, an issue of choice. You, and this is where trust comes in. So that's, that's it. You know? So you repent of anxiety. You don't really so much get healed of anxiety. You stop, you say no, and you, to repent just means you, you're turning away from whatever it is and you turn to God. Okay, God, you don't have to know anything else. You just turn to him. I don't want this. I'm coming to you. Help. Okay, period. Now, um, now some of the things that, that affect you physically um, that are really powerful, and, and I think, um, you know, really it's, it's not about looking for a, uh, a magic bullet or something, one thing that's going to work. It's really about what, I, what we had talked about earlier, Jackie, and, and what I mentioned, but it's called creating, what I call creating the perfect storm. And uh, creating the perfect storm is you've got your spiritual foundations, let's go on, but you also want to, and, and you're not just looking for like the one pill that you can pop that will fix the problem. You want to create a perfect storm. You want to add more and more things to your life. You want to have elements. All of them are coalescing and cooperating and working together to create the fruit of your happy life. Mm. Um, and so, so that's going to involve, um, so for me, you know, plant-based medicine, um, essential oils, herbs, how you eat, all of these things affect your internal chemistry. Mm -hmm. So think about it this way. You have never had a feeling. You have never felt an emotion that your body wasn't responsible for. Mm. Your body enables you to experience through chemicals. I mean, it's amazing. <laughs> Your brain produces chemicals that create taste. They, they create the experience of smell. Uh, your body creates the experience of, of, of joy or of depression or, or whatever. You're, these are... These are they're electrical impulses. There's and there's hormones and there's oh, it's just oh, it's so amazing. The microbiome is just amazing. Um, and and yes, sometimes you. I love my pastor Zach Wexler loves to say um, one of the things he'll say is you. Um, sometimes to solve a spiritual problem, you need to you 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 need a natural approach to solve a spiritual problem. Sometimes to solve uh, a natural problem, you need a spiritual answer, right? It, it sometimes it's different. Like um, uh, a uh, a spiritual problem. Let's say it's an example. I've heard people use an example of like say there's an evil person living across your backyard or something like that. Or I don't know, they're they're casting evil spells at you or something like that. Put up a wall. That's a natural solution. You put up a wall. You create a boundary. Done. You don't have to look at them anymore. You know. Uh, or maybe vice versa. You have a natural problem, like we've been talking about, like anxiety is physical, um, and then it can make you overeat, and it can make you overweight, which can create all kinds of sickness and problems, um, and yet just repenting could actually be the straw that breaks the camel's back. It could be your breakthrough. You repent it, and now, oh, I don't want to eat so much anymore, and now you need some new skills with your eating, and I would like to help you with that. Um, but, um, you know, okay, so, so hopefully that makes sense. So, um, so well, actually, I want to stop real quick. Repentance leads to being able to rest in God's grace and let him carry you when you're weak. And, and that's why. Amen. Amen. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, we can't do this all alone. And, um, yeah, we use physical things in this world. We need money to live. That's why we work. You know, we need to eat food. Most of us will not 
you know, live forever. If we don't eat, <laughs> we need water to drink. And we need to not have chemicals in our life that are going to poison our body. And, you know, there's so many things. Uh, we were put in a garden. You know, the Garden of Eden was where man was born, right? So, like, there's a reason. There's a reason why we use herbs. There's a reason why, you know, you're so attracted to essential oils and things like yeah. that. Like, we were tilling the garden. It was basically like doing exercise all day. So, yeah. we're supposed to be physical. So, there, yeah. there's, there's physical, practical things that God gives us. And, and sometimes in our spirit, we are weak. And that's when we repent and we remember who our, our father is, we allow him to be in that place where, where we can allow him to move for us in those weak spots. And yes. so we partner with him. It's, yes. it's not like he just is a magic genie and does everything. We don't have a, part, a place to play. And right. it's not like we just do everything and we don't, you know, remember that we need him too. <laughs> Right. Well, and then we've talked about like light, you know, health by design, you know, you have a certain, you're, you have a design that some of it's uniquely you, um, but you, you're also a human. And there are things about being human um, that you're just not going to change. You, you're, you're made to move. You are not made to not move. Right. You're not. And, and the, you know what I like to say about essential oils? This is one of the, oh my God, there's so much in the Bible that is so wonderful about essential oils. Um, I'm just going to cut to the chase on this and, and go back to my other point, but essential oils, like basically they represent the Holy spirit mm. and holiness. Mm. And there's a reason for that. See, because the Lord showed me how um, essential oils, when you put them in your body, when you put them on your body, they protect you from what's around you. They do. <laughs> Isn't that something? Yeah. They, you might not know this, but the word holiness actually means to be set apart. You're set yeah. apart. You're set apart from unto God. Um, and essential oils actually set you apart. So I can have um, cloves, cinnamon, um, uh, oregano, those essential, I can put those essential oils in my body and I can put them on my body, but don't just need me to tell you how. Um, <laughs> don't put oregano like right on your skin. You need that will burn. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, not a chemical burn, but it won't, it'll get, it'll get itchy. And so anyway, um, I had to say that because I know, I just know somebody will write a <laughs> Just lather it all over. <laughs> so, um, but those essential oils, so I'll put them in my body, I'll put them on me, and um, it doesn't matter what pathogens, or I shouldn't say it doesn't matter, but my experience has been, um, you know, it, they'll, they will protect me from the onslaught of what's around me. That's true for like pathogens, so germs, germ theory, or whatever, but it's also true for the emotions. I mean, there's stress all around, but honestly, lavender, frankincense, um, we have a beautiful blend, uh, doTERRA called a balance. You have that in your nose, you're smelling it, you have it on you, and it's actually separating you from the stress around you because you're a human diffuser at that point. Like you're being affected and your brain chemistry is being affected by those essential oils mm -hmm. so that what's coming, you have more time to process what's coming at you. That, I mean, that's, that's what we need, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's a stressful world that we live in. So I think it's just amazing because the, the, the Bible actually has um, entire recipes and formulas and prescriptions, you know, using essential oils, but they also represent holiness both physically um, and, and otherwise. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love how you explain that. It's like, it's a shield. It's a shield of physical uh, infections and toxins. And it's also a shield of uh, negative emotions 
yeah. you know, which are, can also disrupt our gut microbiome and create havoc on our body physically, and then lower immunity and cause us to be more susceptible to these bad things. I mean, this just is like cycle that we go on so sometimes it's like what comes first did we have the negative emotion and then we get physically ill or did we get phys physically ill because of some type of toxin or whatnot and then now we have a negative emotion but the thing is they go back and forth and they affect they both affect each other yeah. so i love that you can use something like an essential oil work and kind of just be like Boop. all right we're going to just kind of diffuse <laughs> some of the, the nastiness around us so we can become centered here <laughs> Well, and something I was thinking was, um, you know, we talk about not having toxins, not taking stuff, eating stuff, putting stuff mm -hmm. on us that has toxins. And what, when this is one of my favorite things about the oils is that, um, you know, whereas putting on a cream that has these artificial ingredients or whatever, like it actually, the endocrine disruptors, right? You can mm -hmm. actually disrupt your endocrine system, your brain, the tumors, cancers, all kinds of disease out from these tiny little things that you can't see that are in stuff. Um, and actually that is a twisting of what God always intended because mm -hmm. essential oils are, you've eaten essential oils, whether or not you bought an oil bottle, you've eaten them. Like look, they're in fruit, they're in flowers, they're in plants, basil, basil leaf. If you've ever eaten a mint leaf, a basil leaf, a rosemary, um, sprig or whatever, um, then you've ingested essential oils. God always intended that they would be a part of our perfect storm. And it's like the opposite. So like here you have, let's say you put on, um, like I love my face creams. I make my own stuff. I buy stuff, but with essential oils, right? And I put them on my skin. And one of the things that I, amazed me, especially when I started working with them, was I would be using like this, this um, uh, it's like a blemish, purple blemish prone skin thing that I would make. And it's got a bunch of about four or five oils in it. And I put it on my face and it's good for my skin. But if I'm feeling headachey, it all actually gets rid of the headache. Mm. Um, also it, it smells wonderful and it, it's so soothing to the nervous system. So it's mm. really great at the start of a day. Mm -hmm. Um, also good at the end of a day. Mm. Um, the oils that are in it, frankincense actually increases, uh, focus, concentration, brain function. Um, frankincense has been shown, uh, to, I gotta be compliant with my language. Help me Lord. Um, <laughs> so, uh, frankincense, uh, helps people who suffer with memory challenges there we go okay all right okay uh <laughs> um i know i i have to do the same thing all the time too <laughs> yeah. you have to be well practiced in it and I'm, I'm sorry i forgot how to say that but um but you know so frankincense is a great example of an oil that is we call it the, the king of essential oils it's very good for lowering anxious feelings and making but it's in my skincare right so when i'm putting it on my face I'm just putting it on because it's so good for my skin, but mm -hmm. it's also affecting my brain and nervous system in a good way. Mm, I love that double whammy. Right. Now on the converse or on the flip side, you use some kind of cream or medicated cream or something and it's got endocrine disruptors. You're putting it on, on your skin and it's actually causing you harm when, yeah. when that, I mean, this essential oils work, mm. but they also have multiple, instead of having negative side effects, they have multiple, multiple, multiple benefits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, uh, of course you have to use them rightly, just like any, uh, right. I should say, just like any other herb, there's, there's right ways and there's more, there's better times to use them than not. And all that, this is why we have experts like you who, who dive into the research with that and educate people. Um, but I think that if, as long as someone's using it, okay, 
then I mean, they're probably just detoxing is what I, my theory is if they start using it and then they have some type of reaction. Yeah. 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 There's theories on that. But, but the funny thing is it's like, why get caught up in the argument? If it's annoying your skin, use another one because yeah. there's many, <laughs> you know? Yeah. 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 That's true too. Or maybe they put, well, I, I'm, a, I'm under the assumption that they're using it correctly too, you know, the right, right. dosing, all that, right. um, and, and how they're applying it. But, but yeah, so, um, well, I've been flow with it. And what? Oh, I said ebb and flow with it, you know, depending on, on how you react to something or not. Yeah. And I mean, that's my job too, is to be there for, so like, if you're a person who does not work with oils yet, or look, don't go to the store. I like people will go, Oh, well just give me your website. And I'm like, I'm promise you, you're going to go to the website and you're going to look at all the oils and you're going to, I have no idea what I need. Like, you know, <laughs> No, you go and you look at the shelf and you're like, oh, well, here are the oils, but I have no idea what to do with them. Or like, yeah, you know? totally. It's like going to vitamin shop and you're like, hmm, maybe I'll get some supplements today. And you have never had any education on <laughs> this seems great. And there's like, you know, like thousands of different types of things going on there. And, you know, how you how do you mix it and, and what types of steps do you take and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, <laughs> highly, I highly recommend going to someone that has been trained on this and has done extensive research. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So, so that's me, you know, let me be your girl because, um, it's something that I, I live and breathe. It's like, God said to me, you know, what would you do for free? And I was like, well, I would like deal with like oils and I would help people eat better and I would work out. I didn't say help people work out. I wasn't thinking that yet. Um, I would work out and uh, now I help people work out basically. But, um, you know, so if you have not worked with this, you know, with oils, reach out to me, please. SC111.com or 111heavenscent.com. It's the same. Um, and, uh, and I would just, I would love to show you how to, if it's anxiety or if it's any health issue, I would love to show you how to make these things work for you. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll have the, um, that link in the bottom in the show notes. So you guys can see that. So I want to also touch on fitness a little bit since you are the fitness extraordinaire here and you also do teach Zumba too, right? <laughs> I do. It is so much fun. I haven't been teaching. I haven't even been working out. Honestly, I've been walking a lot. Uh, you know, walking. moving is working out. Okay. Though it's no joke to move beds and things like that and furniture. I don't know how much of that you're doing yourself, but I know you're in the rut of it. <laughs> yeah, I am. We've been moving and planning and painting and um, I have a walking desk. It's like so ghetto to it. I have a treadmill that my husband got a wooden plank for me that I can use as my desk. Like true story. And uh, <laughs> but I've been. I think I need one of those. <laughs> I'm serious. Sometimes you just got to get some blood flow, and it's like you're sitting at a desk all day, you know. Yes, and like I'm a writer, right? And I've gotten into. I've been working on a website and creating a lot of stuff, and so um, I, I'm either going to be sitting you know, all day or I'm on this thing. I don't want to sit all day. So, um, anyways, why was I saying that about fitness? Yeah. Um, I teach, I teach Zumba. I teach, uh, a, a bunch of different formats like body combat by Les Mills. I teach, um, you know, different dance fitness and combat. I'm actually, I have my own choreography. I'm creating my own stuff that I want to do online. I'm going to be offering workouts and stuff online soon. Wow. I wanted to do anyway on my YouTube channel. Um, so, you know, that's coming. Um, but I, the reason why I call myself a self-proclaimed preacher is because I don't know, I'll get up on there and I'm like, yes, I'm teaching a Zumba class, you know, and I'm like, you believe in yourself, like, get up, don't you? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
people who take my classes, they know every now and then I'll be talking some, I'll be doing some preaching. And I'm like, and <laughs> stuff just comes out my I'm mouth. I'm sure it's so much fun with you. <laughs> <laughs> well, people certainly know, you know, they get to know real quick if they're going to like my class or not. Uh -huh. um, yeah. Well, you know, you said it earlier, we're not here to, to people please, right? So we're here to just walk with the Lord and, and the ones that are meant to follow are meant to follow. I, even with what I do, I mean, I had a situation this week and people wanted to start, this one lady I should say in particular wanted to start doubting, you know, what I do and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, just act like she's much better than me. And, and I'm like, you know what? I have enough of that already. I already dealt with this person, that person, and I'm done. I don't really care anymore. If you don't like me, so be it. Like, yeah. I, it's not worth my time. There's so many people benefiting from what I'm offering to them that I'm not going to let one sourpuss or a couple of few of them, you know, like ruin my day anymore. I already cried about a couple people and it's like, because you do, you want everyone to be happy, but at the same time, you finally get to a point when you're trying to do something big where you realize, I just can't please everyone. Sorry. No, no. <laughs> yeah. You know, and in fact, you, you really just, you really want to attract the right people. Yeah. Um, and, and that starts being your authentic self, you know? It does. It really does. So, so yeah. Um, so I don't know. Fitness, as far as um, anxiety and all of that, guys, you were designed to move. So if you don't move, you can't be fully you. Mm. You know, you and, and I want to caveat that because I know that there are people who might be listening who can't move. If you have, um, uh, I don't know that you have a disability or you have an injury or whatever it is. Um, and you know, I'm not trying to say that you are doomed. Or, um, although I was joking saying to somebody recently, like, if you can wiggle your toe, wiggle your damn toe, you know, um, <laughs> something. But but in general, you know, if you can move and you're not moving. Um, you can't expect to be fully you. It's part of being human. Um, and so, so exercise, yes, it, it, it does lessen depression. It was a big breakthrough for me years before I even knew Jesus. I, I just had the, God gave me wisdom to know, like, you're, if you want to get out of this rut, you need to start working out. Because it, it causes these, you know, neurotransmitters. Like your body will produce happy chemicals, basically. Mm -hmm. uh, you get them as you start to get movement and get your heart rate up. I mean, even if you're just going for a walk, you can get your heart rate up. Um, and that really starts to create that internal chemistry that you could say combats mm -hmm. stressful feelings, anxious feelings and all that and increases good feelings. Um, That's a great way to put it. Can it put, get your heart rate up. So I think sometimes people overanalyze it because everyone's at their own, uh, in the, it's a spectrum of fitness, right? And so, someone that's really out of shape is not going to, it's not going to take much there, you know, just a little movement is going to get their heart rate up. Right. Wow. So we don't need to overcomplicate it. And, um, you know, I work out anywhere between 15 to 40 or I don't really do more than like 30 minutes a day. If I do, um, because I'm busy, I've got stuff to do. I have two jobs or businesses basically I'm running and, um, you know, so it's not always easy. I just get what I can, but it, I can't tell you how much even even being faithful to even the little amount I do, it makes a huge amount, a huge difference in in how I feel, my cognitive function, and everything. So, yeah. don't underestimate your little workouts too. 
Oh yeah. And like, like, you know, like Jackie was saying, even just getting up and moving at all, like just going for a walk. That's all I've been able to do for the past month because of, I'm working on so much stuff. I've worked out like, like past two weeks, maybe I think one time I actually had a workout like one time, which is weird for me. Um, but just walking has pretty much kept me in like fit. I'm, I'm still pretty good. You know, um, <laughs> a couple of, I don't know, I get crazy with prunes and figs. I, you put a bowl of figs in my face and I'm going to eat the whole bowl. So yeah, you got to watch for that. Um, but no, but, but like Jackie said, like getting your heart rate up is personal. That doesn't mean it doesn't have to look like anybody else's get their heart rate up. Um, and, and this is really important for you to know, because as a fitness coach, as a personal trainer, as a nutrition coach, um, you need to know that success begets success. Action begets action. Movement begets movement. It doesn't matter how small you think that that thing is. Um, it it will when you when you step into that thing, you've created some momentum. You've mm -hmm. you've now made up. You've now started to blaze a trail for the next thing. It's just gonna happen. It's just how it goes. These are the laws of the mm -hmm. universe. You cannot take that action without it creating a space for you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And that alone, just the, that, that, I mean, even mentally, I feel like it's like you're making a, that space for a new way of thinking, a new way of processing this whole thing that we're going through right now. And, um, you know, what are we going to do next? Uh, like I said, I know some people have lost jobs out there and probably are just like, Oh my gosh, you know, what am I going to do? Oh, so, I'm sorry. What'd you say? I lost that part of my, my work too. I work in gyms. <laughs> oh, that's right. I, you know, every time I see a gym, I just, it makes me so sad. Um, I'm actually happy to create my home gym now, but because I, you know, I come from fitness background too. And, and I know people need to work out. I know that it's very necessary and people are just not going to be able to do the same type of workouts if they don't have all, everything they have at home, which is why they have a gym. Right. So, you know, um, yeah, it breaks my heart. I'm like, come on now. Like if we can go shopping for groceries, like people should be able to work out. <laughs> it's necessary. It's a necessity. <laughs> yeah. That's a whole other thing, especially in Nevada right now. So I won't touch on that, but <laughs> yeah, but you know what though? I'm sure the Lord is showing you some new ways to reach people with all that. And, uh, you know, and I'm excited to see what you're giving birth to in this season. Cause I know something's welling up over there. So <laughs> do you have any other, um, last words for the audience here? Last words. My last words for my first last words are: This is not going to be the last time I'm talking to you. I am oh, right. I feel like we're on a mission now. Like we've just joined forces. For <laughs> yes. Okay, partnership. Um, yeah. and, and this is not not, not the last time we're going to address people together. And and but you know, to the audience, this is not going to be the last time that you hear from me. I hope that you will you will keep in touch. I you know what I do. <laughs> we didn't talk about them. Um, but I am a uh, certified personal trainer. I am a nutrition coach. I have tons of free resources. I am making right now, if you're listening to this during while we're still in kind of shutdown, I have some special things that I'm doing for people who want to get, would like to get started on nutrition coaching um, or on um, personal training. Um, and so all of that, as well as with essential oils, I have some workshops coming up, free workshops. 
um, and specials on oils and things like that. So instead of taking the time here, I'm just telling you, go to my website. No matter when you're listening to us, there is always going to be something going down on that website. So um, it's sc111.com, or you might you might also see it as one, uh, 111heavensent.com. So my name is esse111.com, uh, or 111heavensent.com. So <laughs> I love it. And... You're, um, you know, in the beginning, you mentioned about how you came up with that name and, and then it, I just realized heaven sent, it's like that, that angel part of you. Yes. So it's like, you're this little angel that's popping into people's life, just blessing them. No, but seriously, I'm so, I'm sure that anyone that got this far in the, this podcast, they're probably been very blessed today so i thank you so much for coming on the show and, and one last thing you mentioned to me off air that something about an essential oil kit as well oh yes so um i actually didn't go forward with that because i decided to do a, a workshop instead um but anyway yes if you want what i i still can do this i basically am offering some people if they there's a cert, a specific kit you need to contact me through my website um, if you were to enroll and start with your essential oils, which are going to arm you for like um, everything we talked about and more in this single one kit, very affordable, um, then anybody who's buying, who enrolls with that kit at this time, um, I am giving free coaching. I'm giving a free month of coaching. Oh, that's really yeah. sweet. So, you know, so if that interests you, the thing, the cool thing about the nutrition coaching, especially is that it's not just about weight loss. Um, it's just, it's about eating better. Mm, okay. um, so you know that's something that I'm very excited to do, and so that's that's my offer. So okay. uh, if you want to know more about that, just please please um, contact me. Go to my website, subscribe, send me an email, something. Contact me, let mm -hmm. me know, and, uh, and we can take it from there. Okay, perfect. All right, Essie. Well, it's been such a joy having you on, and like you said, I, I can't help but think that we just opened the can of worms for many many more ventures together, and, and be able to spread these news and the good news, you know, all the good news, <laughs> the whole picture of the good news. <laughs> so thanks again for coming on the show and thank you listeners as well for coming on the show and listening and tuning in. And we're just so blessed that we're able to bless you today. Have a nice day. My super immunity boost juice guide is now available on the wellnesstrinity.com. You'll learn how to grow broccoli microgreens, the ingredients I put in my green juice, and super nutritious supplements you can add to enhance your immune system. Again, go to thewellnesstrain.com and you'll receive your free Super Immunity Boost Juice Guide. Thank you for listening to the Wellness Trinity Podcast. Be sure to subscribe for more wellness tips to help you achieve optimal health. Don't forget to rate and review so we can continue to bring you the best content. See you on the next episode.